So today we want to talk about the Holy Spirit. When we become born again, He comes inside us. He lives in us to do what? To guide us, to direct us in everything that we do from this day forward. So, following the leading of the Holy Spirit has been adventurous of a lifetime if you know Him. I mean, how can we go wrong if we're listening and following His direction? As the Holy Spirit was hovering over the earth and as God spoke, He created the earth. God spoke and the Holy Spirit created the earth. He's And when Jesus was on the earth, he came down like a dove and helped Jesus do all the miracles that he performed. Everybody was looking at the baptism part, but this is the most important part because that's when the Holy Spirit came down here on the earth. Came in him and through the power of the Holy Spirit, he did all those miracles. So he was with Jesus when he rose into heaven with that resurrection power. It was his, the Holy Spirit's power that raised him up. He was there on the day of Pentecost when he came down like fire and baptized 120 in the Holy Spirit and was with them when they went out and got 3,000 saved. So what are we saying that he was there in the beginning and now he's here with us. Every time God makes a move of some sort, he's there. And now he lives within us to help us do what needs to be done to get God's work finished here on this earth. So we're the chosen ones to finish what he started. But we go by the leading of the Holy Spirit. That's why when we get up in the morning, we need to be listening. What does he want today? So today I'd like to talk to you about the Holy Spirit living inside you as a permanent indweller. Permanent, just what it says. He's in, he can't come out. He's in there for life. James 4, 5 says, The Spirit that lives in us wants us to be His own. And this is what we got to realize. He's in us not only to direct us and guide us, but He loves us. Because we, we, you know, He's part of the Godhead. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. They love us because we are the sons of God. And He wants us to have a life a good life right here on this earth. So I want to point out the word lives in this verse means settling down and to take up residency or to dwell in a house and it carries the idea of residing permanently. In other words, our body now is called the temple of the Holy Spirit, our spiritual body. So this word would never describe one who comes to live in a place temporarily. So we have to understand, he's here, and what does the Bible say? 
He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he was, when he created the earth, he's the same as he's living in us. So instead, it is the picture of a person who has settled into a home with no intention of ever leaving. Now just think about that. Is there any worry in our life then? No, as long as he's there, we can have peace, joy, love, patience, gentleness. We can have all of those things living in us 24 hours a day. So this means when the Holy Spirit came to live inside you, it isn't for a short period of time. He came to stay. And from the moment you made Jesus your Savior, the Holy Spirit made you his permanent home. The very second that you said, take my life and do something with it, he came in and he's never leaving. He has no intention of ever moving out to leave you empty. Isn't that what Jesus said? Now that I'm going, I'm going to send you a comforter that he's going to see to it that you live in a peaceful uh, life. So just think about that. We just take everything for granted. But if we really knew what was going on, because the Holy Spirit doesn't come to visit you you are his home. How many Christians understand that? Most denominations say, well, this went out when Jesus died or this went out when the disciples were gone and all that kind of stuff. No, this is forever. So we know that the Holy Spirit is our teacher and our guide. And understanding this point is so important that we must stop to see exactly what James was saying to us. So let's just look at that. He has intense desire or hunger for something. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. Well, what is is his desire and hunger is for us? We're his whole life. Got to understand that. So now, because he has that, We have the same desire and same hunger as he has. So according to this verse, there is something the Holy Spirit is hungering after, something he passionately longs to possess. Because one version has it translated that reads, the spirit that dwells in us has intense hunger. We don't kind of understand that because we've been living in this fleshly body for so long we kind of got to be taught by the Holy Spirit how to live in the spirit realm. So that hunger means is to have an intense feeling of longing for something, typically something that one has lost or been separated from. Now that's us. Adam send He chose the world over God. So what is lost and separated, we're separated from God. So when Jesus came, died on the cross, defeated death and the devil, went up into heaven, 
we are now no longer separated from God because now we have him living in us and that we can now operate the same way he operated. But what does the Holy Spirit hunger for so strongly? Something even greater than that. This word pictures the Holy Spirit intense desire to possess and fill each believer that he indwells. That's his hunger. Us. So this definitely means the Holy Spirit wants more and more of us. So in order to get more and more of us, he teaches us new stuff every day. Every day we should be getting something new. So when it comes to you and me, he can never get enough. He loves us so much that he gives us our every desire, but what is our desire? What he believes is what we believe, so we desire the same thing he does. So over the years we have learned that it doesn't matter how much we surrender to him today, by tomorrow he will ask us to surrender more. In a, in a way he's talking about correction. Now as we listen to those negative thoughts and sometimes we start straying towards those thoughts, he will put a thought into our mind to correct us. No. We're not going that way, we're going this way. So we need to understand the love the Holy Spirit has us. You ever talk to the Holy Spirit? He's the one you're talking to, and he's the one that answers. So every second, minute, day, week, and year that passes, we are illuminated to a new area of life that has never been surrendered and each time the Holy Spirit asks us to yield those areas to his control. In other words, new every day. So the song, I Surrender, all says it all. we got to surrender our body. we got to surrender our soul which is our will, emotions, and intellect, or our heart. we got to surrender it all. So when the Spirit convicts us and shows us areas where we have never fully surrendered or where we need to surrender more, we have to give in to it. Because we called Jesus Lord years ago, but we are still learning to accept his lordship in various areas of life. Because before he came in us, we developed worldly habits that got to come out. So what do we surrender in those worldly habits? And what do we get in exchange is spiritual habits like love, joy, peace. We become more and more like Christ. So it doesn't matter how much we think we have surrendered or we think we have become, there is always more to surrender and more he desires to possess in our life. He's talking to us all the time. 
he wants to help us, but what he really wants to do is get that those habits out of our life so that we don't have bumps in the road. We can just stay in him 24 hours a day. So God gave you the Holy Spirit as proof that you belong to him. What was it? It's kind of like the down payment. He gave us the Holy Spirit, who now gives us everything else we need. He will keep training you until the day you are strong enough to stand. That's why the Bible says, stand therefore. Because we we have been trained. And now that we're trained, now it talks about putting on the armor, going into battle. So the Holy Spirit desires to possess you, all of you. Every one of them bad habits is going to become into the thing that God is asking us to do. So we need to see that Holy Spirit dwells in us and he will never be satisfied with shallow fellowship. Why is it? Because if we're not, if we have that shallow, then what are we doing? We're going back into the old habits that we have and now the next thing you know, we're straying away. That's why he wants more and more of us every day so we don't stray. We're going to continue to love the past rather than recognize the present. In other words, that past he's talking about is not the world. It's what Jesus did on the cross. Or are we going to flow with the move of the Spirit? That's what we're going to do. Move with the Spirit, because He is in pursuit of deep communion with us. Communion means come into union. Be with Him 24 hours a day. So we need to make a decision today to yield to the Holy Spirit's yearning for you. Sometimes we have a hard time understanding why He loves us so much, but the Holy Spirit is God, and what is God? He has to give. Love gives, and that's why he, he has so much love, because he, he wants to give to you every day. So to fill you with more of himself and for you to come to know him at a deeper level than you have ever before. Are we learning new things? If we are, aren't we getting closer and closer to what Jesus is? We need the precious presence of the Holy Spirit in our life, 24 hours a day. Actually, he's living in us, but are we paying attention to him? He is in you, and he wants to fill you and possess you fully. In other words, he wants 100% of you so that you will hear him every time he talks. So when the Holy Spirit shows us his glory, miracles happen. And we don't need to testify 
or need testimony from somebody else because we are going to have the miracles in our life and we're going to be the ones that are going to be testifying of what he did for us and through us. So our flesh does not obey the Holy Spirit because it doesn't believe the word. But disobedience is not what we do. We follow the leadings of the Holy Spirit and we see victory in everything we do. The Holy Spirit says, believe what I have done. In other words, we say he does. And we kind of take it for granted. But what we have to do is remember, hey, that was a miracle. So you don't have to make it happen. The Holy Spirit will bring it into existence. Remember, we take what we know that we know that we know. We say it to the problem, and the Holy Spirit takes care of the problem, and it disappears. So have faith in the Holy Spirit, knowing he will always do it for you. Not one time, all the time. You have his word on it. And this is where the church misses it. We are dependent on that word. Why? Because God said it, that settles it, and we go by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And we know that when we we say it, what he said, it's going to come to pass. So we have to trust him. And that's the main thing. Do we trust him? He said what he meant, and he meant what he said. So with the Holy Spirit, you never have to go back, order anything, because whatever you need is always in stock. Everything we need is in heaven. So what you value, you will fully receive. What do we value? Everything of God. So if you learn to appreciate what the Holy Spirit is doing today, you won't miss what the Holy Spirit has planned for your future. That future. He's got a plan for every one of us. So I want you to say with me, Holy Spirit, I thank you for living in me and being my spiritual teacher. I thank you for knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Thank you for the secrets and the mysteries of the kingdom. Now, today, and forever, I am yours. And if we mean that, we have total victory.